It's Cecilia and Megan. Let us distract you while driving, cleaning, working out, or not working out. Actually, what in the dang heck? Just grab some wine and chill. It'll be like eavesdropping in a girls' night, all wrapped up into one. Patient cookies, everyone. <laughs> Are they do. really? Well, okay. Some lady asked me in the Walmart aisle when I was restocking my stash, and she was like, "Do these actually work?" And I was like, "I'll be totally honest with you. I've been buying them since my daughter's been born. She's eight months now, and I've never had an issue with breast milk supply. But I also am not buying them because I've seen like an influx in breast milk supply. I'm just buying them now because I'm attached to them." And I eat them every morning so, and I didn't eat mine this morning. So I just ate them <laughs> just now. And you don't know the diff. Wait, you, first of all, you don't know the difference. So you have no idea if they work. Yeah. Cause I've never had any other kid and I've never not had them. Like I was gifted them when Carrie was first born. And I was like, these are freaking bomb. Avery thinks they taste like cardboard, but I think they taste like chips ahoy. So <laughs> dang. And they're probably like $25. You're like, mm, in my yeah, budget. They- <laughs> Every time I look at her grocery bills, um, because I do a lot of the budgeting, I'm like, "Mm, I should probably stop taking those. But it's also kind of like my little morning treat because she still wakes up three times a night. Guys, I don't need advice. I just, this is just what we're going through right now. And (laughs) wait, (laughs) preface, I don't need advice. I just need to explain why I need the lactation cookies cookies every morning because I still wake up three times in the middle of the night. So it's like my little, ah, you made it through the night. Good morning. And plus I'm so hungry in the morning because I've been feeding her during the night. But even before baby, you are the kind of gal that like wakes up starving. Yeah, that's actually true. I have to eat breakfast. I think we were talking about that when I visited. Yeah. I'm the kind of person who has to have breakfast. If I don't, it will not be a good day for me or anyone that crosses paths with me. So yeah, I'm like, oh, it's 11 o'clock time for breakfast. You're like, I'm going to faint. <laughs> I'm like, I, I think I was like, can we stop by Starbucks on our way home? And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. I forgot you eat breakfast. You like do the whole breakfast thing. <laughs> <laughs> you do the whole more than popcorn thing my bad I'm so sorry <laughs> okay Meg we have such a good episode I've listened to the voicemails and I swear my roommates probably think I'm crazy because I was laughing to myself so hard um but first obviously let's jump into heck yes and heck no Megan what was your heck yes I, I mean I could we already know what it is but like just go ahead and know, it's a real it. obvious one well okay I'll add two in one obviously Avery's home my husband is home my best friend is home biggest heck yes of probably my love my best friend the biggest heck yeses of this year the other heck yes is that top golf here is finally open and avery and i have been driving past it for the past year waiting for it to open they're just making laps around it yeah literally we we like signed up for the notifications of like when it's gonna let us know that it's open like we just wanted to know so bad because there's like not a lot to do here and not a lot of nice things to do here. you definitely don't go for the golf though you go for the food right I suck at golf we were making fun of it I was only good at the angry birds game because it's not based on accuracy it's just based on like you kind of have to pinpoint which direction you're shooting the ball but it doesn't matter if it gets into one of the little holes it doesn't matter it doesn't matter at all so I was good at that game but otherwise I suck at golf but I go for the food 
I knew it. You would put the food and aesthetic. You're like, ooh, we're outside. Ooh, and it's nice. Cool. It's nice, you know? Like, you have to budget to get there that month. So it's not like anyone and everyone's just in their trash in the place. Like, it's a nice right. place. And it's a fun Isn't environment. It Brunswick zone? What? Did you guys have those Brunswick zones? No. Is that bowling? Yeah. It's like a okay, bowling and arcade. It's no yeah. Chuck E. Cheese. Right, right, right. Exactly. So it's like, it's a fun environment. It's a good experience. The food is good. Plus you get to bowl or not bowl. What the heck? Golf. So <laughs> it's just great. And then when you have kids too, I was telling Avery this for the same cost of what we spent on like a good BJ's dinner that we got drinks at. Cause that's like the game changer in the end price. Right. Right. Um, we got this, that same price for BJ's dinner. We spent at top golf. And it was much more fun and easy because Carrie, we're not confined to one table space. Like we can kind of walk around, move around. We're on a couch. Carrie's having fun. We're hanging out. So it was just so much more fun. So top golf is the heck yes. So drink, <laughs> what you're saying is drink before, then go to BJ's or just do top golf. Or just do top golf. Yes, correct. Exactly. <laughs> or, or when you go to BJ's, just go without your kids. So <laughs> we had freaking baby Einstein playing in BJ's earlier this week. Trying oh, was to- that Nora Jones? No, not Nora Jones this time. Now we switched to baby Einstein because now she's a visual girl too. Not just auditory or whatever you call that. So oh, you commented the visual. Okay. Yeah. We're rising she's growing up. up, you know, she's moving on, moving to big things. <laughs> Gosh, I love it. Okay. What's your heck yes? Okay, well, my heck yes was also kind of obvious. Um, last weekend was like one of my favorite weekends ever. Um, I almost just said his name. <laughs> Mr. <laughs> Stash met my dad and we had such a good time. So like Friday, we went to the Trump Hotel and the drinks were flowing. The food was flowing and it was so fun. And then that night, my dad actually... Um, from the plane, he had brought a mirror in his suitcase and it broke everywhere, but he reached into his suitcase and the glass like literally destroyed his hands. So there was like blood Ooh. everywhere. We like, he called me, he's like, um, are you guys like, did you guys get an Uber yet? Like I cut myself and I was like, <laughs> cut yourself. So we like go and there's just blood everywhere like because when it's your hand like number one when you've had a little bit of alcohol your blood thins I guess yeah but then two when you bleed from your hand and feet like if you've ever cut like the back of your Achilles it's like never stop it's like when you a shave cut it's not even that deep or anything it's just bleeding everywhere yeah yeah so there's just blood everywhere. I mean, it looks like a murder scene in this hotel room, nice. like white sheets, white, like everything. Like he's wearing a white shirt, just like blood everywhere. Nice. Um, so <laughs> anyways, he had to go get stitches the next morning. <laughs> yeah. Like what a trip. Like literally it was like, I woke up, I was like, dad, how's your hand? And I, I like texted him cause I was at my place. He was at the hotel. He's like, Oh, I actually Ubered to the hotel or to the hospital to get stitches. <laughs> and then we went. To, and so that was Saturday. And then we went to this really nice winery and had charcuterie mm. and barbecue. So um, fun. Yeah. And it was such a beautiful day. And then we stopped by this really cute old revolutionary war town called yeah. um, Middleburg. And we kind of like shopped around, looked at antique stores and stuff. And wow. then Saturday night I had 
some friends over shout out Marilis, Ryan and Caroline, and we hosted a dinner party. So Mary Lennonberg taught me how to make ribeyes and we made like four big ribeyes. Were they good? Oh my gosh. They're so good. Uh, And we made like, um, Brussels sprouts with goat cheese, honey, and like apple cider vinegar and bacon. It was so yummy. Um, and then obviously Sunday we went to mass. So it was so, it was just like a really good weekend and it was cool. Like now that you're an adult, like now that I'm an adult, um, like I've been an adult, but like I had the ability to like fly my dad out and like treat him like that, you know, like treat him to a good weekend and and, like get him the nice hotel and like, you know, take him out to nice places. So your town too, which is super cool. Right. Right. And he was here for Thanksgiving, but like my brothers were here and stuff and he wasn't meeting stash and everything. Um, but yeah, it was just like a really great experience. So that's definitely a heck yes. And then a second heck yes is Francesca, my friend and beautiful assistant. She's coming, um, this month, like when this comes out, she's coming in Monday and we're going to be taking like tons of photo shoots and like so much content and everything. So I'm trying to like expedite clothes to my house right now. So I could have a few new outfits and stuff. Um, oh my so, god, yeah. so fun! Okay, you're ex- explaining your weekend is literally why we waited a year for Top Golf here because we don't have a winery, we don't have a cute old military. What do you call it? Town Middlesbrough Revolutionary War Middleburg. Yeah, we don't have a Trump hotel. We don't. No, no, no. We were waiting for the Top Golf. <laughs> So we have a BJ's. Yeah, we basically have the same heck yes, just at different <laughs> calibers. <laughs> okay, what's your heck no? Uh, my heck no is when I realized, and I kind of realized over the past week, that the average person does not have to ever be away from their husband for more than a couple days. And I was like, wait, that's a real life thing. <laughs> yep. That's a fat. Tell heck- me, tell, tell them how you understood this. So I'm, we're, I'm going on this trip. Um, and there were a couple women commenting like, oh my gosh, I haven't been away from my husband this long ever. It's literally a three and a half day trip. Haven't been away from my husband for this long ever. Haven't been away from my kids for this long ever. And I was like, wait, what? Um, hold on so you're telling Wait, repeat me- that <laughs> yeah I was like well, you, you've been married for how long and you haven't been away from your husband ever longer than three and a half days I, and I guess just because I've and never so that's a weekend though that's, that's a girl's trip weekend. it's a girl's weekend trip I was like oh first of all how are you staying sane because I, like if that were all Avery and I were separate we would still need to do that for like sanity and for like bro time and girl time and whatever. We would still need to do that. Bare minimum three and a half days. Self-care time. Yeah. Yeah. Just a little refuel. Okay. Didn't have to worry about kids for a weekend. Coming back. Ready to go. But the fact that that's like literally, that'll be the longest they've ever been away from their husband is like a heck no. It's like scratching her head right now really intensely. Like I'm like it kind of pissed me off when I first heard it to be honest because I was like hold on no that's not fair like how does that work because I've never known that like my my dad was always away we never lived near my grandparents we never lived near my family like Avery's been away many 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 times we probably if we combined it all it'd be a year he's been away from me 
Um, and so I'm like, I just don't understand. I mean, that's a heck yes for those people. That's a fat heck no for me when I realized that that's like a fat heck no. <laughs> that's like actually a normal life. Well, and it's like even thing. Israel, you're like, oh, 10 days, like, so, like someone can take care of Carrie, like whether it's a friend, a sibling, or parent, like no brainer. <laughs> I know. Um, but it was just, it was a heck no because I was like, oh, frick, where was I going with this? This is only really good military yeah oh because a lot of times we we hear like oh thank you for your service and Avery hates hearing that because he's like I literally have done nothing and I even I'm like thank you like thank you for supporting us but also I'm like well, I don't really sacrifice anything but then when I hear that I'm like no you do um yeah hold on he just was away for three months and I couldn't talk to him like that sucks and that's not a normal Life Even day. deployments, you can talk like. Right. His deployment was easier than what he just did. Right. <laughs> you can literally be on a ship and like email. Yep. So that was my heck no. And I think it was also just the timing of it. Like I heard those comments as like the day after Avery got home. So I was like, excuse me? <laughs> what, do you, what do you mean? Even though it's like totally nothing personal. These women are just living out their vocations in the way that God has them on that path. That's great for them. But I was like, oh, frick that. That's not fair. So that was my heck no. <laughs> well, I'm like, I'm like dumbfounded. I just like love traveling and I'm like, yeah, heck, that's awesome. I mean, I mean, yeah. Anyways, everyone, it just, I mean, I have friends that never have been on a plane. Right. You I know. Have, so there's well, just completely, well, yeah, completely different ways of life. Yeah. Totally. And it's not one yeah. is worse or than the other. It's just like way right. different experiences. Right. And it's like things that you forget about because you just get so sucked into your routine in your life that you're like, oh, this and is. And with your friends, like that's so normal. I'm like, right. oh, military, of course, like you'll be gone without him, you know? Right. Exactly. And you're just like, this is totally normal. And then you hear it like from multiple people on the outside that like, I've never been away from my husband for more than, or over three and a half days. And I'm like, oh, that's also an option for lifestyle. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. Honestly, most of our friends do have military backgrounds. Yeah. Most of our friends have military backgrounds or just some sort of government background or something that's been like they can't talk this day or they have to leave for more than two days or whatever right yeah it's funny how that happens okay well my heck no is that I really am not in love with spring fashion right now like nothing is has anything happened is anything no it's just like I keep looking online different stores like later like literally so much like nothing's speaking to me I'm very feeling like very uninspired with current clothing and like I feel like I can't I'm looking for like new stores to shop at like free people not speaking to me anthropology no nothing I haven't looked obviously (laughs) mango that I typically shop at I'm gonna order some things from there but like nothing like I think I'm going through a weird transition what clothes I kind of like, because I want to be practical because I'm walking miles a day and sitting all day. But also like, I, I love dressing up and then I also love stilettos, but I can't wear stilettos in my town. And so it's like this weird kind of contradiction. I feel like I'm having a little bit of a crisis of like, obviously crisis is a very dramatic word to use with this topic, but a little like fashion crisis because I just like, don't know what I really like right now. Yeah. Um, And I'm just not seeing it. Like I'm seeing very, I don't know. I I, like a nice Henley tea. (laughs) (laughs) Waffle. waffle A little waffle knit. 
<laughs> no, but dude, like everything that you, I used to like, like nothing yeah. is really just like standing out. And when, like I said last time, like I'm going to be going through a ton of my clothes and everything and like wiping it out. But I'm just like, what do I even like anymore? Yeah. Like, I don't know. And like my body's completely different than a year ago. So it's yeah. just like, I don't even know. But I mean, whatever. I guess it's kind of a fun issue to have. It's like, yeah, you have to navigate it, which is somewhat fun for us. We like to figure out solutions to issues. (laughs) And we like to shop. So exactly. Exactly. There you go. Yeah. We'll see. (laughs) And also like half my clothes, I can't even really get to, because you know how funky my closet is. You have to like your closet's whack. Yeah. It's, it's like above a staircase. Um, and it's, you have to like crawl into it. Um, it's interesting. (laughs) Really gets you inspired to pick out your outfit while you're crawling through the closet. Yeah. And like, I'm not even, I don't even think I know where my ACL is, but I feel like I pull it every time I jump in my closet. (laughs) (laughs) So you really can't be wearing stilettos. Yeah. There's something, there's an issue there. Um, anyways, okay. We're going to jump into all these voicemails, but first Catholic company. We rehash real quick. The, the, what is it? The title. Oh, we didn't say it. We didn't say it, but we've talked about it last week at the end, like send in your voicemails for blah, 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 blah. But we're like, reveal it. What? Reveal it. Yeah. We're so giddy about these voicemails because they're love stories from parents and grandparents. Correct. Did uh-huh. anyone personal love stories? Cause no, like the old time classics, like the people that have raised them or raised their parents and super personal and sweet stories. And this was totally inspired from a wedding that I went and shot and the grand, the couple was so cute. It was her grandparents, I believe. And she was telling me the story of how they met. And I was like, wait, I love that so much. And I want more. So we ask you guys. Well, some people did come and call in with their love stories, but they're like, they're really cute. They're, they're, they're so good. Before we jump into all these love stories, Megan, Catholic Company, tell us all about why Catholic newbies need this. Well, okay. So this is like the time of year when people are either coming through RCIA and coming into the Catholic Church for the first time, or people are people have kids or cousins or siblings or whatnot who are receiving their first Holy Communion. Spring is like the best season for Catholic sacraments. Um, And so Catholic company is the best place to find gifts for those people coming into the Catholic church or receiving the Eucharist for the first time. They have literally everything. They even have like a tap for first Holy communion. Like you literally can shop there. So use code heck all caps for 15% off anything Catholic company and their URL will be in our show notes. All the URLs in our show notes, like usual. Okay, Megan. So like, there's so many military stories because grandparents, the draft, everyone was in the military. Oh, yay. I know. (laughs) And also like, there's, there's a lot of them. I was like, they've been writing each other for two years while deployed and like things like that. Um, but this first one is military. And honestly, I, I'm like still mind blown about this one. Okay. Hi, ladies. This is Sarah. I am responding to your call for grandparents or parents love stories. And mine is a doozy. Um, I've always said that my grandparents' love stories should be made into a movie. Um, They actually met at Mass. And back then, there only was Latin Mass. So that's just a beautiful thing at first. They had a pretty whirlwind 
six months of for their first dating, he was, my grandfather was very manly and was, you know, again, it was back in the day, so it was, again, <laughs> the expectation. Um, but they had a very whirlwind for six months. But then um, he was in the Navy and was called and stationed at Pearl Harbor um, before Pearl Harbor happened. And um, this what they were originally living in Chicago area um, in Illinois. And then Pearl Harbor happened. My grandfather was there. Um, he obviously survived. Um, he was actually at mass when it happened, um, which is another kind of God thing. Um, but then my grandparents were kept apart for almost two years because they weren't allowing civilians to come to Pearl Harbor. So um, there's this beautiful, again, this is a short version of the story, but this beautiful journey that they went on where in order for them to get together again, my grandmother had to leave um, Illinois for the first time ever on her own um, and traveled to San Francisco and actually disguised herself as a nurse. Um, she was not actually a nurse, but that she got on a big boat um, and <laughs> traveled to Pearl Harbor, and they had to pretend they didn't know each other when she got there. He actually was there when she landed, but they couldn't meet up in that moment. He had to give her some signal to go with a friend of his. And then they had to pretend that they had a whirlwind ro romance in <laughs> Pearl Harbor. And... Um, and there was just a beautiful <laughs> four months that they spent there, and they had to pretend that they just met there, and they got married there. Um, so it was a beautiful, beautiful story. So anyway, it's a long one. I'm sorry about that. I try to keep it short. But I hope you get the idea of how beautiful and how godly that was. Um, and they lived a beautiful life together and had four beautiful children, and I'm the result of that. So anyway, that's their love story. Thanks for listening. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Who my heck no. Screw it. I just sound like a privileged little sissy. Two <laughs> 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 years disguised as a nurse had to act like they didn't know each other. Like, my goodness. Yeah, dude. Isn't that insane? Also, the fact that he was in church when Pearl Harbor happened. Like, Also, Matt. like, such a God thing, clearly. Yeah literally such such a protection holy cow i know so cute i know I like something, they need to make a movie out of it so actually that would be really cool but i'm just thinking i'm like how do you pretend to be a nurse like that's kind of yeah i don't, I don't know about that one you just let me just take your blood pressure over here and uh I well maybe she just had to like her get up had to be nurse like because she was traveling so i guarantee you while she was traveling there she didn't have to perform nurse tasks. But then, like, where did she stay? Like, all these details, I'm like, there's so, there's, there's so much. Yeah. But I guess they got married there, so it's like, okay, well. But that's also mind-blowing because we have so many listeners and, like, I've had so many photography clients who have had to reschedule and reschedule because COVID and all this stuff and all these things. And here you have this couple who... I'm sure had ever, all their family stateside. I mean, I know Hawaii stateside, but you guys know what I mean. It's like Alaska. It's just not really there. Right. And <laughs> they just ended up getting married in Hawaii because they loved each other so much. And she went down there to go see him and went through a whole process to do it. And they just got married because they loved each other. And that was it. It kind of gives me chills like that story. Like she's yeah. never even left. Like she's the girl that's never left Illinois. Never. Right. 
Right. But this man made her traveled by boat. Traveled cross country, Illinois to San Francisco, yeah. then traveled on boat as a nurse. <laughs> That's commitment. Talk That's about awesome. when women are like, oh, men should pursue you. I'm like, um, do you pursue God and does God pursue your heart? Staff right. and I were talking this about this this morning. Yeah, I was like, it's reciprocated. Yeah. Yeah. Like, got to do what you got to do. Oh, yes. I love that. Okay. So this next voicemail was such a surprise and I was laughing hard, cracking up. And then I was like, oh my gosh, this is really, really sweet. And I'm so glad that he called in. Um, so take a listen, Meg, take a little listen. Hello, Megan and Cecilia. If I could tell my love story here about my wife of 27 years, um, I am Mr. Stash's dad and, um, I'm sure he doesn't know the story, doesn't know the whole story, so I thought I'd tell the story. Um, I actually first met my wife when she was in the first grade. Uh, my mom was her first grade teacher, and I remember vividly one night my mom coming home saying that we needed to pray for this little cute girl in her class. Uh, she was easy to recognize. She was the only bald girl in the first grade. Uh, she had childhood leukemia which she obviously beat. Um, fast forward about 17 years, I took a job as a teacher at that same little Catholic school. And the following year, uh, Stash's mom took a third, uh, third grade position there as well. I immediately took a liking to her, walk by her classroom, peek in every once in a while. Um, but we were both in, in relationships that uh, we both wanted to get out of, I guess. Uh, so as the school year progressed, we both became single again. So we started dating shortly after, and we got to see each other every day at work. Basically had lunch together every day. Uh, long story short, that I proposed to her on the last day of school, and our fairy tale wedding happened the following March. We'll be married for 27 years this week. I'm still madly in love with her, and I'd, uh, I'd be totally lost without her. She is now the principal of that Catholic school where we first met when I was in the fifth grade, and she was in the first grade. Cecilia, I'm sorry I won't be able to meet you over Easter, but hopefully we can meet this summer. Uh, I guess my heck no is not going to meet you over Easter, and my heck yes is seeing my son so happy like I've never seen him before. You ladies have a, a wonderful day, and I like your podcast. Uh, keep up the good work, and hopefully we'll see you soon. <laughs> did you cry when you listened to that the first time oh, <laughs> but you're making me cry i'm actually crying i'm sweating <laughs> i'm such a words person and just the way he talked about his wife and then the way he talked about you and stash together i was like okay okay this is fine <laughs> I'm literally crying right now. Isn't that so sweet? That made my like entire week. <laughs> Holy crap. The fact that it started with his mom teaching at that school. Then they both taught at that school. Now his wife is a principal at that school. Yeah. And that's the school that Stash's grandma taught at. Oh my gosh. Because Stash's grandma was his mom's. There's Stash's dad's mother was yeah. his mom's teacher. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Gosh dang man. I know. I'm like, I gotta visit this school. <laughs> I know. It's like I mean monumental in their life, so you have yeah. to Yeah. I know. Isn't that so sweet? That was the cutest thing ever. 
Uh, all right, listeners, get a little inside. I love also, I feel like I, I want to call him Mr. Stash's dad. I can't right. call him by last name. Right. But thank you for all the sweet words. Thank you for listening to the podcast every week. And yeah. um, we got to make it out to Pennsylvania to uh, yeah. visit, to, to go to old, what is, I think it's called St. James Elementary. Okay. Yeah. Got to get to St. James. Gotta get myself to St. James. <laughs> Stash is gonna listen to this too. He's. I was oh. like, your dad called in. He's like, what did he say? I was like, I, I didn't want to tell him, but then I was too excited, and I was like, this oh, is what he said. It. You should have left him hanging. <laughs> I know, but I'm not good at that stuff. No, I'm not good at the stuff with Avery either. That was so yeah. cute. I know. All right, so the Gosh, next. Am I gonna cry at other ones? I didn't think about this. <laughs> Megan's feeling the emotional this Tuesday, <laughs> Tuesday night. Um, okay, so the next one is, uh, I believe it's about a diner. And a man was just extremely, I mean, talk about pursuing. This This man really understood the, the is the antithesis of pursuit. If I remember <laughs> this voicemail right. <laughs> hey guys, it's Veronica. I've just had two cups of coffee. So if I sound really hyper, that's why. And I'm so sorry. <laughs> Um, you guys asked for grandparent stories. So none of my grandparents are still alive. Um, but I want to, I'm looking at their picture right now on my wall. And, um, so my, my first dad's parents both came over from Ireland separately. My Nana grew up like picking up sticks to sell to neighbors because they were so poor. Um, that would be like how she made her money. Um, and then she, sorry, I just burped. And then she, she came over, um, my great, granddad was apparently in the Irish Republican Army um, and uh, had an argument with someone else in there. So they had to like drop everything and move to the States. Um, <laughs> so my granddad was born here in the U.S. They moved back for a while and he was like eight. And then he moved back when he was 18 to join the army. Only problem is he was blind, like legally blind and flat footed. So he couldn't make it into the army. He was mad about that till the day he died. Um, but so, yeah, he was blind. Um, and the way he pursued my grandma, she was like either seven or nine years older than him. I forget which. I'm going to say seven. Um, and she worked at a diner and he liked her so much. He would literally go to this diner, sit at the counter and order a glass of milk every day for a year until he got up the courage to ask her out. Um, they started dating. Once they got engaged, he would put like all of his money that he was saving for the wedding into her bank account. And he was like, she could have run off with everything, but she did it. <laughs> um, he was a elevator repair man, or he had a job where he, like, repaired elevators. None of his bosses knew that he was um, blind, um, and they had seven kids together. So he really didn't want anyone to find out he was blind because he didn't want to lose his job. Um, so the neighbors would wave at him from across the street, and he, like, wouldn't see them, wouldn't answer back, and wouldn't tell them why because he didn't want to get back his book. So, like, everyone thought he was a jerk, and he would always be like, it's fine. They can think I'm a jerk because then they they know what an angel my wife is, which is just sweet. Um, but, yeah, no one died. He was really good at repairing elevators, um, apparently. <laughs> and, um, yeah, they buried four kids together before my Nana passed away. Um, and my granddad passed away two years later. So um, he was, what, 19 when they got married, too. Um Loved each other very, very much, um, and 
I'm so grateful for their story and I just wanted to share it with you guys because I love them so much. Um, yeah. Okay. All right. Love you guys. Bye. They buried four children together. Holy cow. They lived a long time. Yeah. The fact that he said, that's fine if people think I'm a jerk because then they know how much of an angel my wife is. It's so cute. Yeah. It's like, I don't know. I feel you never, I don't hear those stories. Mm -mm. He sat at that diner every single day, got glass, a glass of milk every single day until he built up the courage to ask her out. That's so freaking cute. Well, like these stories, just like they show how simple life was. Like, mm-hmm. not that life was simple, but just there wasn't like so much clutter. Yes. Yep. Like, I liked her photo every day. Yep. And we joke about it all the time. We're always like, oh, yeah, drop the handkerchief, like, like a couple photos, leave a couple, blah, blah. Uh-huh. blah. That's just because it's the world we live in now. And it's just, I'm, this is what makes me an old soul because I'm like, I just like imagine those kind of times where you literally just went to where she worked and interacted with her face to face. And I don't know. There were people that were calling. It was like, and back then they would go to dances. So he invited her to the dance and yeah, like literally went out to dances and Stash and I were talking. We're like, we want to learn how to dance. Like actually. Go to Avery and I, we want to go in person. We were going to learn how COVID hit and I was pregnant. So I was like, God, no thanks. I'm good. But Alabama, we will for sure be finding somewhere to go in person every week, like as a date night or something. Like not only country swing, but like right. learn how to like, like ballroom. And yeah, yep, mm-hmm. yeah. Get yourself a man that wants to know how to dance. <laughs> Literally, uh, yes. I love it. So yeah, I don't. I just reflecting back, it's so interesting. Like he asked her to the dance, and. I don't know. Or they they were at a bar and they were on the dance floor and it wasn't grinding. Like it was actually a fun, joyful time. Right. <laughs> fun, joyful time. Well, I'm trying I, to think of like, a, like the whole neighborhood. In, in a, like an, uh, yeah, like an like in- a intimate innocence. Yeah. yeah. Innocent intimacy. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. 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 So we have a few more before we jump in. Lucy and Willow, they have really cute basics. Like they have this, um, did you see that peach wrap dress, Megan? No, I was looking at their hair claws the other day and I wanted one because they're really (sighs) cute and like trendy. Yes. Those are so back. Okay. Yeah. They have those hair claws. No, there's this really cute, like, um, short, like right above the knee peach, uh, wrap dress and it's not like a really tight one or anything and it's and it's nice because it has a tie around the stomach so it's like you don't see every nick and cranny with this kind of style when there's a tie or like ruching around the belly so it's so cute anyways lucy and willow they're so great you can get 30 percent off your first order of any in-app purchase with heck 30 so you can download the app with the link in our show notes and check out lucy and willow it's lucy and willow btq on instagram okay megan the next one is actually also crazy that they found each other again and you'll see what i mean okay hi cecilia megan Uh, my name is ashley i'm calling from los angeles california and i just finished um the episode redo with stash and I heard Megan's asking for parent or grandparent love stories. And um, unfortunately, my dad has passed away, so I can't have my parents call in. Um, but I will share my mom and dad's 
love story because it is so freaking precious. So my dad and my mom both were born in New York um, and made their way here to California in the 80s. And my dad was a Marine and he was on leave for just like two weeks and was in a bar in Newport Beach. And my mom um, and her roommate were there and uh, they just met at the bar and they never exchanged info and they left the bar and my mom told her roommate, I'm going to marry that guy. And her roommate told her, you crazy because you didn't even get his phone number. And then six months later, my uh, dad was back in California after a deployment and he went to the gym and was lifting weights in the gym. And my mom happened to be in the same gym riding a bike and she was on a, on the second floor and she looked down and saw my dad lifting weights in the gym and was like, oh my gosh, it's the guy from the bar that I'm going to marry. And so then they exchanged information and the rest is history and it's just such a crazy small world of like thinking in California that two people could meet like that. But um, yep, they fell in love and then they got married and then they had me and I'm their first and they called me Sweet Pea and now... My husband and I were having a baby, and we call her Sweet Pea, so it's just, like, all come for a full circle. So, anyway, just had to share that story with you guys. Thank you so much for your podcast. Huge, huge, huge fan over here. And God bless you both on your little vocational journeys. And, anyway, take care. Bye. That ending was really sweet. (laughs) That was all I wanted to say. I love our listeners. Like, I feel like we're just, this is like a sisterhood. Yep. I literally feel like we're, again, having a slumber party. We need to have a dang slumber party already. And we're just passing cute little love stories of our parents. And it's adorable. And I love it. So All we need is the popcorn and hot dogs. <laughs> you know, Cece will bring those, guys. <laughs> I'll stock up. It will be good. No, isn't that beautiful? I'm like, okay, so we need to hang around bars and gyms. Is that, is that like we're single? <laughs> is that where single women need to hang out? <laughs> Okay. Got it. Okay, cool. That's just one of those things where it's like, okay, that's not even coincidence because that wouldn't add up. Like that's providence right there. That's God's hand on that 100%. Oh yeah. Like nothing makes sense without God in general, but like that story especially does not make sense. Especially her like conviction of I'm going to marry that guy who I did not get the phone number of and who I don't know how or when I'm going to see again. But honestly, like did you know, like, pretty, like, right away that you were going to marry Avery? Um, y- yes, no. No, because I was like, oh, he's just, he could be my brother. Like, he's cute, but I'm not, like, physically attracted to him in an intense way or anything like that. But I do remember as soon as, I bet you my mom would say, yeah, I knew Meg was going to marry him the minute she heard about him. Because as soon as I came home, I was talking to her about him and I was explaining all these different things and laughing the whole time I was talking about him. And they all were stories and things that like, I felt like were parallel to my dad. And so I bet you my mom was like, this is probably she's going to marry. But deep, but I did not know that yet. I had to come around to it first. So I don't know. That's impressive that after a bar hangout without exchanging numbers or name or or maybe names, I don't know, that she just knew. I know. Like, I I just want to know, how'd you know? Like, what did, how did he impress you in that bar? Right, right. Exactly. Well, okay. So we got to hang around bars, gyms, and I guess farms. So here's another one. Okay. 
Hey, my name is Noelle. I'm calling to share my grandparents' love story. So this is like the classic Midwestern Hallmark-worthy love story, in my opinion. So my grandpa was a farmhand. He was helping out on the family farm. And my grandpa happened to be the nanny to the kids on the farm. So one day, he saw her walking home and offered to um, take her home and in his pickup truck, essentially. And then from that, he asked her out on a date. And now my grandpa at the time was quite the ladies' man and had multiple dates each weekend, one Friday, one Saturday, and I think even one on Sunday. And after he went out on a date with my grandma on Friday, he canceled all his other dates. And um, they were, of course, dating. And when the time for him to propose came, he didn't necessarily propose, but picked her up in his truck and said, we are going ring shopping And then they did, and they're married, and they are my wonderful grandparents. So that's my cute story about my grandparents and their love. Thanks. We are going ring shopping. (laughs) I'd be like, um, what? (laughs) Like, it's it's just, like, kind of crazy that he was just, like, so matter-of-fact. Mm-hmm. Yep. I don't hear, like, I also haven't heard a story like that where it's so matter of fact either, because it's like, well, didn't you like want to ask her father, but maybe maybe we just skipped that detail in this little voicemail. Yeah. Maybe he did that. And it was just like, we're going ring shopping. Yeah, obviously. I don't. It's like, I remember from Mean Girls, like, get in losers. We're going shopping. Like, that's how I imagine it. Honestly, parallel, exact same thing. Just I can already see it. Hot pink convertible, hopping in. Yep. Ring shopping. Ring shopping. Love it. Okay, one more. Um, It has to do with wedding dates. And uh, this this woman was very strategic. Um, I like to see that. Yeah, a little savvy, a little savvy. Hi, guys. Um, My name is Mary. I'm from Rixieville, Virginia. Um, I heard we were doing... Our, our grandparents' love story, um, yeah, my grandparents have, I think, the best one. Um, they were married for 60 years, um, but it started out, they went on a blind date, and, um, you know, my grandpa was smitten, and for two months he drove, I think it was 45 minutes every single day to see my grandma, like, right after their date, and um, my grandma, after a few months, decided that he was dragging his feet, um, you know, like, went to get a proposal already um and so she took him to her cousin's wedding and to get him to commit um what she did was she flirted with another guy um she like literally sat in this guy's lap and made sure my my poor grandpa was watching and you know the guy my grandma was like you know she's like super outgoing really pretty and like the guy was like oh do you want to go out with me she said just Let's just wait and see. Let's see if, basically to see if my grandpa would get his act together. And so in the car on the way home, he's he's driving her home and he says, um, do you want to get married? And she said, she didn't say, oh, yes. And she said, why? And he said, because I like you. And she said, well, okay. And then they actually, they never got to buy wedding rings because they said, well, do we buy, um, 
do we buy furniture for our house or do we buy wedding rings? And they bought furniture for their house and my grandma is still living in that house and she still has all the furniture. So, um, yeah, it's not how you would expect, but, um, it, it got the job done for her because, oh my goodness. Um, yeah, I would not recommend that, um, that way of getting a guy to commit, um, but it worked out for her. All right. Well, I love your show. Um, and I hope you enjoyed this story. All right. Bye. <laughs> Can you imagine? Can you imagine? It's like, get the, got the job done for her. And I was like, nah, I'm slightly taking back my, we love to see that comment, but kudos to her. She knew it. Poor dude. Imagine his like heart. He's like, I have no option. It's now or never. It's now or never. And I have to pull the trigger. Yes. (laughs) And and they went and bought furniture after that. (laughs) I know. I was laughing. I was like, okay. I mean, I would pick a ring over furniture and just do Facebook marketplace, but we all know they didn't have those options back then. So exactly. So So what are you going to do? Pick the furniture. The fact that she still has the furniture is really cute too. I know that furniture is, I mean, no offense to your grandma, probably old, 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 old. Like I can imagine sitting in the couch, like your grandparents' old couch and like the springs literally go up into you. And (laughs) you know, it's like that thicker, like shiny cloth. And you're like, that's a spring up there. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, this is such a fun episode. I love this episode. All right, guys, for next week, call in with your heck yes, heck no moments, whatever it is at 312-775-2615. Hope you had a very, very happy Easter because this is coming out Monday after it's Easter week now. So hope you had a good um, Holy Week and happy Easter. And we will see you next Monday. Bye. 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 <laughs> <laughs> All right, my gosh. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's SpongeBob. Full <laughs> smoker action. Uh, yeah, trucker driver. <laughs> Thanks a ton for listening to the What in the Dang Head podcast. Make sure to call our hotline at 312-775-2615 and share your heck yes or heck no moment. Subscribe, leave a rate and review, and might as well follow us on our Instagrams while you're at it. See you next week.